you know, we're going to pop in for Mondays. I know we going to go. So let's get this started. Today we're going to discuss what will cause you to walk away and what will cause you to stay and fight. And the reason we, we decided to have this topic is because we hear a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are politics. They're politicians and polit they, they, they are very political in their relationships. And, you know, they're on the assumption that, you know, we got to accept people. We have to accept this. They use broad terms, but everybody has an ex. Everybody has an ex-friend. So when we're now having discussions, let's just throw that to the side. We don't really want people on our platform to generalize in that way because at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's just making you look like you're a good, a great human being, but really it's unrealistic. You know, if you have an ex, you don't talk to people, you don't talk to somebody in your past, you had to make a decision. And that means that you didn't accept something about them or they didn't accept something about you. So we really want to narrow down what would cause a person to stay and what will cause a person to, you know, to stay and fight or what will cause a person to walk away. So we're going to ask the panelists, like, let's, like in your last, let's say in your last friendships or your relationships, you can list, you know, two reasons why you stayed and two reasons why you will walk away. And Lyric and Drastic, whoever wants to go first, by all means. Um, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, that's on you. Um, <laughs> I think, well, not I think, I know because I've dealt with this. The, the two major things that make me leave any situation, be it friendship or relationship, and I've done it in both, is when my morals are compromised and the lack of respect is there. Like once that respect factor is gone, that's it for me. Um, because I honestly don't personally feel like there's a backtrack from that. Once once the respect is gone, I don't feel like you can come back from that because it shouldn't have happened to begin with. Um, as far as like me staying, if I see that the effort is there, like I, that, you know, people make mistakes and people mess up, but we have to get to a point where it's like, okay, children make mistakes and adults make decisions. Mm -hmm. um, depending on the severity of it, you know, I see you trying, I see you trying to put your best foot forward. You're actually remorseful about the thing and you're trying to change it. I'll stick around to see if there's like, you know, any action behind the words. Um, also, um, and this may not be the healthiest, sometimes I stick around when there is a long history behind it. So it's like, I can't just be like, yo, I'm done with you tomorrow. And we have been friends for years, but at the same time I have done that, so. You know, so it's very, <laughs> but definitely the history plays into it. Like somebody that I met yesterday can't handle me the same way somebody that I've known for 20 years can handle me and listen, you know, and expect the same outcome. Definitely. What about you, Drastic? Um, there's a few different, there's a few different reasons that I would say. Um, so I definitely would agree. Um, disrespect, dishonesty, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not a one and done type of person, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I believe I'm assertive and I'm, you know, I'll speak my mind. So I'm not gonna just leave you wondering. Like I'm gonna address it, you know what I'm saying? And if there's no change behavior and it looks like and and it looks like there's no potential for uh for change behavior, you know what I'm saying? Developmental growth, then you know what I'm saying that would be a reason. But uh, one of the fastest reasons 
for me to walk away would be for somebody to ask me to walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be head over heels in love and you let me know that you don't want me around. You know what I'm saying? My response is I'm out while my heart is breaking, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and not look back. So okay. that's, that's pretty much uh, some of the biggest reasons why I would walk away. You know what I'm saying? Some of the reasons why I would stay is when, you know, when the effort is being put in and that you can see that there is change behavior and there is acknowledgement of anything's uh, done wrong. Okay. What about you, Jerry? Well, me? Yeah, you could. Uh, I, get, I get it too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, what causes me to walk away is, yes, someone that is, when we're not aligned, you know, people make decisions and they make choices that may affect the relationship. Um, but if we get to a point of no return where it, I don't have, I lose faith in their ability or we don't have really good chemistry or we want two different things out of the relationship, then I'll walk away. But if we are still kind of stumbling, but we still want the same things, but we're kind of struggling to connect, I will stay around to see where, to see if there's improvement for the relationship. So those are the reasons why I was staying where I believe. How about you, Aziz? Well, the number one reason I know that I was, whether I'm staying or walking away is the loss of faith. Everything a lot, if we have the same faith and we have the same faith in the same destination, the likelihood of us coexisting is very likely if we are putting forth the effort to work towards that destination. So I strongly believe once faith is lost, I don't care what it is, it's time to walk. But once the faith is still, still exists, I don't care what, you know, and we look at, I'm just talking about most people generally, once faith is still there, you're more likely to try to work through it regardless of what went on. So if you still have faith in the person's ability to be the best they can be and to enhance your life, you're willing to stay. So I'm willing to stay if I know that that person is still working towards me and still working towards our common goal and ain't doing anything to hinder it. But, you know, so go ahead. You was going to talk? Yeah, speak? because Jasmine wrote something on the side. Yeah. Go ahead. So basically Jasmine said morale and common grounds weren't aligned. Um, if she was a person that fought, if she was a person that fought, she stayed because she was committed to and acknowledged how she can make a, the relationship better. I mean, that's a good, I know that she was about to say something, Nancy, but that was a good, the example that she used about you, you, you being at fault. A lot of times when relationships, we kind of, I know I do, like when you, you kind when the relationship kind of, when things start to get a little rocky, you, you reflect and think about what part you played in it. And if you know that you didn't do your all, whether that was, not being transparent enough, not whatever, like that's, there was room that you could have improved, then you do typically stay a little longer because you know you could have did your best, right? Mm -hmm. But when you go all the way in and do everything you're supposed to do, it's easier to walk away. So that was a good point when you brought up that if you at fault, then yes, when you at fault and you know that there's things that you could have did better, you stay around to kind of, to, to course correct, right? To see if that's mm -hmm. why you failed. And if, you did all that you could do and you realize that the relationship is still not functioning or healthy, then you, you move on. Um, I want to ask Lyric and Drastic, when you say disrespect, what does that mean? Because disrespect varies to the individual. So as we talked about on past shows, that's a spiritual word. So you never know what that means to the particular person. Um, yeah, to, to me, disrespect is, um, 
you know, I've brought something to your attention that doesn't sit, that doesn't sit well. Um, you know, we've discussed it and there's repeated, there's repeated behavior. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not gonna just walk away cause somebody does something that they didn't realize is gonna bother me. You know what I'm saying? But once I brought it to your attention, you acknowledged it, you agreed, whatever. And then you're still repeating that action. Like now it looks like it's intentional. You know what I'm saying? Or, or if you're just disregarding, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not even acknowledging like, even if you don't agree with what I'm saying, you need to at least acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? And um, like, don't dismiss it, that type of thing. So yeah, uh, for overall, it's like a uh, repeated behavior that you know, you know what I'm saying, doesn't sit well with me. And um, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it comes across as, you know, you don't, you don't regard me, you don't regard how I feel or something like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe you, or maybe you said you don't respect me for such and such a, re you know what I'm saying? So I know it can be a broad term and there can be a lot of different reasons, but those are just a couple of that come to mind. Definitely. Actually about to say the exact same thing, like the, the disregard for me bringing something to your attention and letting you know that it bothers me in this way or what you did affected me in a certain way and you act like you're hearing me, but you're not listening to me. And I can tell that you're not listening to me because you haven't changed anything or you have, you're not, you're not saying anything back to me. Um, even if it's just, I received that or I acknowledge that this made you feel X, Y, and Z and then tell me what your intention was. Not that I'm going to accept that you telling me your intention, you know, that's not going to make me believe you, but you know, at least you, you have the conversation because the conversation is between two people. Me talking to you is not us having a conversation. Okay. Um, and then just in everyday life, if there are things that you know, I like done a certain way or there's things that you know I expect from you because we've had the conversation about what I expect and you deliberately do not do them then you're disrespecting that boundary you're just disrespecting our relationship as a whole because you know that's the standard that we set for ourselves and if you can't adhere to that then what are we doing definitely well the key word I heard drastic use is agree Did yeah I was agree? gonna say that yeah because then you know, your definitions or your explanation lyric, did they agree with you though? Yeah. That's the important thing. That's difference. important, yeah. They How they disrespect you if they didn't agree to the terms. You get what I'm saying? So if they're committing, they're doing things that may offend you or affect you, but from their standpoint, they don't see it as disrespect, then y'all don't agree on that. So they're not truly disrespecting you. They're being who they are and you're being who you are and y'all just not on common ground when mm -hmm. it comes to that. So well, I would say that like where they where y'all agreed that something is crossing the line, like you yeah. talked about the things that would hurt you, the things that would affect you, the things that would offend you, and they actually agreed with those things. Like I can see that, I can honor that, I can make sure that I don't do that, and then they go and do it again. Like right. what Jurassic was saying, I would agree with that 100. percent Or I would say like even like disrespecting <laughs> the relationship, like you having a conversation with someone. And they're, you know, not really, they're yesing you to death or they're like kind of, like you said, hearing you, but not, they're listening, but not really hearing you. And, and, and just because they don't want to, they, they don't want to deal with the conflict, but they're not really taking out the time to come to a resolution. So yeah, I, I agree with Aziz about the agreeing. If they don't say you are right and I'm going to change this behavior or I see what you're saying and this is what I'm going to do, then yeah, it's really, they were disregarding from the very beginning, which can be a sign of disrespect, but they weren't disrespecting you deliberately in general because they didn't sign up for that. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, I know, Jurassic, when you were talking, I chuckled. And it wasn't because of what you were saying. It was because Darrell just sent the message. 
on the chat <laughs> and <laughs> and and I got sidetracked so I would say welcome back Darrell um but he agrees with me oh yeah I didn't even notice that you chuckled though yeah I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like it wasn't about anything you said it was because that message popped up on the chat and I was like oh Darrell's back <laughs> yeah so we see you we see you hey yeah, what's up so, Darrell yeah so um yeah I wanted to also ask a question regarding um the fact that you said 20 years, because you know, we always go with how long you've known a person. So like the duration of it also can be a quicker way to leave a person because you've been sustaining it for so long versus I don't know this person that well. So yeah, they're going to make some mistakes in getting to know each other. So what's your threshold when it comes in between? Like what will be a common ground between the two? I think that... <laughs> While we would like to have, you know, a set number of standards, I think it varies based on the individual. Oh, I can't hear you. That. Yeah, could you speak up a little bit? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah your audio can. goes in and out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is why I use my phone. <laughs> um, Everybody. Is that hear, better? We hear the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I was saying that, you know, while we would all like to have, you know, a set time frame for when we would or wouldn't do certain things, I think it really is conditional based upon the individuals that you're dealing with, you know, because everybody's on different levels. Um, everybody operates very differently. Um, so while I don't necessarily have a specific time frame, I think it's between the, it's, it, it has a lot to do with the connection I have with the person that I'm dealing with. Um, in the type of space that we're in with each other. Because if there's a space that's moving really, really fast, then, you know, certain things are gonna happen quicker for me. But if it's a space that we're, you know, we're still navigating like shallow waters really, really slowly, then that time frame may be a little longer because it's gonna take me a lot more time to get to know who you are as opposed to this other situation. So I don't, I don't necessarily have a time frame for that, like, or a threshold per se. No, I mean, you just said something that when we, you know, when we're talking with, when we're speaking with people and we're talking to our builders, we always say, okay, you can now say we knew each other for X amount of years, but then you would say that they know better, wouldn't you say? So like, there's some people that you hold to a higher standard than other people. And ultimately it's because you just want to maintain that relationship. So in truly being honest with who we are and truly being honest with ourselves, we give certain people passes because we want them in our lives. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter like it doesn't matter about a principle it's not a principle it's just we have a, a fact. emotional attachment to that person mm-hmm. or that person benefits us more than other people and we can cut somebody off for the same thing that we wouldn't cut another person off for. i think we just so, get comfortable with people yeah so what we're always trying to do is who are you like what is what no matter who it is what would be those things that you would be willing to fight for and no matter who, who it is, what would be those things that you're willing to walk away? No matter who it is. Because without your boundaries, how do we know your convictions? Mm-hmm. And without your convictions, how do we know who you are? If you're doing like, if I'm watching you treat another friend a certain way and like giving them a lot of string or a lot of rope, and then you're like hard on me, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a problem. So how could you be consistent? The only way to be truly consistent is understanding when you're willing to walk away and when you're willing to stay. Understanding your boundaries before me and anybody. Mm. You can't make that based on case on case. You have to have them 
things already aligned. And then the case on case will happen because based on how they receive your boundaries is based on if y'all would give second and third chances. But it needs to be addressed if you have those boundaries. Those boundaries need to stick no matter who it is. And then when somebody, like, let's say I'm your friend, I'm calling you out. You're like, no, they came back to me. We had a discussion. They did cross the boundary, but they was humble. They said they won't do it again. You know, you have a clear understanding of why they're still around versus, you know, but that I just knew them for 20 years or, you know, it is my, my, my parent or, you know, it is my cousin and we're family and, you, you know, they are my, like, I don't know if that's a good enough reason for somebody to disrespect you because it goes both ways. You're also their cousin. You're also their kid. You're also their, you know, it goes both ways and people forget that. And I, we always call that the vanity of being human. You either have the, you're altruist and you're, oh my God, you're so vain because you can save everybody or you're the person who is taking all the time. But mm -hmm. understand, let's be clear here. We, the love snarls believe love is a boomerang. Anything that's not a boomerang is not love. I don't care how long you've known the person. Anything that's not being reciprocated is not love. I think you just changed the dynamic of the question though, like what you just said, like it brought, it brought further clarity and I think I got to change my answer now. You know what I mean? Cause like when you articulated and said, like these are the absolutes that apply no matter who the person is, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that changes that question a little bit to me. I mean, I don't know how anybody else feels about it, but like anybody that's showing up, you know what I'm saying? They're being accountable. They're acknowledging everything that needs to be acknowledged. Um, we're working towards the same common goals. We both are fighting for each other and fighting for towards progress. I'm not going nowhere, even if mistakes are made. You know what I mean? Um, and on the flip side, somebody that lets me know they don't want me around. Look, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be around you. Deuces. Regardless of how I feel, I'm out. You know what I mean? That that's That's the way I look at it now. You know what I mean? I mean, in the question, it was just basically saying, what's your, what's your, what's your boundaries? What you willing yeah. to fight for and what you willing not to walk away from? So it was up to you to really make that decision. We just left it open-ended before we started dialogue. Like all the questions are open-ended. It's really just trying to get a gauge and get an understanding of what you're thinking based on just the question alone. Yeah, you made me think though, because it's like if like like say you're dating somebody, you're getting to know somebody, mm -hmm. and they stand you up. You know what I'm saying? No call, no show. Yeah. I'm probably not going to make a date with them again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if, but if your wife stands you up, no call, no show, all right, I'll see you at the house and we'll talk about it, you know? So it does de depend on the dynamic of the relationship as well. But that might not even be a boundary. That just means I'm not really interested. Interested. I don't have nothing invested in the other person. So that wouldn't even be a boundary because you're not, another person does it to you, you might stay because you're fully invested. Mm -hmm. but we'll yeah, be a boundary no matter what that person gets to do like you said like you just said if a person's not trying to they asking you to leave or they pushing you away you're like okay deuces yeah. I would say like what if they brought something to your attention that you're doing and they're like if you continue to do that I'm not really going to be with you and you're willing to change they don't want to be with you as is but they brought something to your attention and you're willing to change so they're telling you they don't want to be around you but they're giving you the reasons why they don't want to be around you. And some of those reasons are, 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 are relevant. Valid. Yeah. They're valid. Mm -hmm. So now you're like, okay, I'll, I'll make those adjustments because they make sense. Mm -hmm. Right? So I would say that, that that's really open. Like, dag, they don't want me no more deuces. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, that right there is like all emotion. Yeah, it depends on how it's brought. Though, like, if, they just, 
if they just say, I don't want to be with you and they don't give a reason, I'm probably not even going to ask. I'm just out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That would be the that would be the actual reason because not because they didn't they said they don't want to be around you, but they unwilling to give you a reason. Yeah, really? that should be. More I could understand more that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they they're not as invested in you. But a person that actually gives you the reason, it still shows that okay, if I'm willing to change this, do I have a chance? So that would be my reason to fight. Like I'm gonna stay if I really I'm vested invested. And the person is like, I'm leaving, and it's a valid reason they're walking away. I'm going to now fight for that relationship. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that would be a reason I would fight. Mm-hmm. Because I still believe what they believe. I just wasn't showing up. Mm-hmm. And they brought it to my attention. So it's time you to guys stop it. You know what I mean? So, Christine, I'm seeing you, you late to the party. But what will be your reasons for staying? Or, or I was, either? I was listening. I, I was, uh, I had some things I had to wrap up. Yeah, man, I, this is a, this is kind of a tough one for me. I've, I've, uh, I like to say I've hung on to the rope far too long, and I've gotten drugged behind the truck until I had no skin. So I'm, I'm a little bit of like a clinger. <laughs> you know, I will, I will hang on and be like, this can still work. Why are you trying to get rid of me? Um, uh, so I, I tend to have a little bit of a high tolerance and I'm working on it, but that's just true. Um, and it's a family thing, right? Because, so I'm going to give you an, this. It's so relevant for my family right now. I had a, a talk with a close family member the other day, about a week ago. And, um, I wasn't okay for about two days after because of how poorly I'm treated and no provocation, no need. It's just kind of like, um, I voted wrong. My opinion's wrong. My lifestyle's wrong. My parenting's wrong. And I'm an idiot. And, um, and about every other time I talk to this person, that's the feedback I get. And so half the time, 50%, it's pleasant. Half the time, 50%, it's so unpleasant. I cry for two days and, um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, fundamental person in the family structure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I had this talk with myself of, I can't do it anymore. Like, I just can't do it anymore. I just can't keep making the phone call because the minute I call, it's, well, you never call. Why are you, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm calling now. And there's a reason I don't call because it's very stressful and it hurts me for days afterwards. Um, how do I do this? You know, like I can't please, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to win in this situation. So having that internal, and I don't necessarily know when to stop. And I see this, the reason I'm bringing this up is this replays in all of my relationships, right? All of them. So because there's a major issue with a, with a fun, with, you know, a matriarch in the family, um, it bleeds into every relationship that I have where it's like, you're not allowed to walk away from people that are mean to you because it's family. And, you know, um, and then we, I make excuses like, well, she's getting older and maybe she's lonely and all these things. And it's like, I think she's just mean. And I think she just likes to be mean. And, and then I just take it and I just kind of like keep it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And finally during the phone call, I'm like, I think I need to go now. And it's like, you don't need to go. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll stay. <laughs> you know, but, but, I see it play out and play out and play out. And that's why I was so excited for this, uh, for this talk today. Cause I'm like, I could really use some different perspectives. I can teach other people about boundaries all day, 
But in my mm -hmm. own life, I do feel, you know, my family is very deep into loyalty and in that kind of family guilt and all those things. And I was raised that way. And although I don't believe it, I still fall into it. So I don't have a clear answer. Wish I did. Okay. So, I mean, based on what you're saying is obviously what we're, we're talking about. Like, <laughs> why we're not sitting down, setting our boundaries? Like, is 50-50 cool? Is that a cool percentage for you? Like, oh, 50 50. I'm gonna, where 50% 50, 50 is good, 50% is bad. Is that a cool percentage for you to have people around you? Absolutely you not. I wouldn't tolerate that with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Anybody else. But, you know, the person's getting old, whatever. And it's like, I, you know, I'm kind of like, what if they die? What if I, you know, what if I'm the jerk that's missing something, you know? You know, <laughs> but, that's, but that's the key thing, though. The fact that you will allow anyone else to speak to you that way, that's all the more reason why they should be treating you the way that you should be treated, right? Like, it, it's it, a stranger is not going to do it, but you're going to let someone who claims that they love you and care for you to treat you in that way. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I know the difficulties in that because I've been there. I've been there, but you have to take a moment and think, like, I'm not going to let no one speak to me like that. And you know, the funny part about it is, they will they probably won't let anybody else speak to you that way but it's not okay for them to do it mm -hmm. and once you real like yes they're the person's getting old they need to realize that they're also dying and getting old and they should be one to foster that relationship with you and if they don't want to put in that effort and give you the respect that you deserve and want to force foster a healthy relationship with you then you 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 should be able to make that decision because mm -hmm. honestly like you can have this person around until they die abusing you or yeah. take step away and say you know what i deserve better and you can say you could at their funeral think of all the good times you had with that person but overall it just wasn't a good match and you guys weren't the closest because of who they were but that shouldn't be the reason why we shouldn't always think about a person passing to kind of hold on to the relationship especially with family that's where it gets toxic and yeah messy and grimy yes. and just like it, it gets to this place of of, of no return so yeah if that if you're gonna step if you are setting boundaries with the people that are not related to you they have to start with the people that are related to you yeah because everything should all your relationships should reflect each other i agree with that well i canceled i said i'm not gonna do thanksgiving with them mm -hmm. and I'm like, I, it's hell for me. It's not fun. Um, I never know, like, like, as you said, is 50%. There's been holidays that were pleasant and I'm like, wow. And then there's been some that were so catastrophic and I left there and didn't talk to them for a year. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why do I keep signing up for this, spending my money, spending my time, putting my kids through it and letting them watch someone talk so poorly to me. And no one will stand up to this person either. Like it's, it's a thing, like, you know, it's a, we're a Greek family. Like you don't mess with, you don't mess with the matriarch mm -hmm. and no one will step to her. No one will talk back. Um, I just, I think, I don't know if I'm sensitive or, or just aware or what it is, but like, it feels, I feel it physically, you know, like it hurts. And I'm like, please stop. Cause I don't want to be mean. Please stop. Cause I don't want to say things that I don't want to say, but now I'm just finally to the point where I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to share this holiday. Because well, I, have you, have you, have you asked her to, have you asked the person to stop? Have you had the conversation about how uncomfortable it is or how you want a better relationship and 
you you go into a family event holding your breath, not knowing who you're gonna get. Like no, I'm not that of that. <laughs> Can't imagine what would happen. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> I've yeah, thought of it so many times, and then I'm like. I can't even imagine. But one Thanksgiving I left and I didn't talk to that person for a year. It took a whole year for me to have another conversation because it was so volatile and mean, just mean. So a whole yeah. year. I think that would have been a lesson teacher, right? Like, hey, you can't treat me this way. I'm not going to put up with it. And then here it is. <laughs> Surprise. You know why? You know why it keeps occurring? Because you're not, you're leaving, not saying anything, and then things smooth over. Time passes, they come back. You have one good moment, and then the next time you deal with them, it's bad. So you, you can't. When you when you step away from a relationship, the person should know why, and they should know that there's stipulations. If I'm coming back, this is the, this these are the terms now, and if you can't come back on these terms, then we really can't have a relationship. So what what you're doing is you're buying time. But it keeps happening again, and she's not, and, and I keep saying she, but she is, right? She's not yeah. going to get, she's not going to really truly understand how it's affecting you because you're not really, you're not setting the boundary at all. She's not going to change though either. Yeah, but you, like, but like it's really, it's really like accepting someone for who it is and going like, I need to remove myself because the wrath won't stop with me. It won't be just me and her. That's not how my family operates. So I can either gracefully bow out and just kind of do my own thing. Or it can be a world war within my family where people are literally not allowed to talk to me, probably until she dies. I think when it comes to family though, we have to assess a few different things. I think family is the dynamic that challenges everybody the most. I've gone through it with family before, um, but I had to get to a place where it was quality over quantity. I think the thing that kept me overstaying my welcome in a lot of relationships and familyships and friendships was the fear of being by myself. I would rather be by myself than to have a bunch of people in family who suck the life out of me, who yeah. I can't be free with. You gotta get to a point where it's like, okay, in this time that you didn't have this person in your life, did you feel better? Did your body feel better? How did your days go? That whole thing of time heals, it doesn't. Time doesn't do anything but give the person more time to feel like what they're doing is okay. Because if you don't have the conversations, you get nowhere. Saying that having the conversation is going to be hard, it's an excuse because <laughs> it's never going to be easy. <laughs> if, if, if it was easy, y'all would have had this resolved a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I understand that she's old, she's getting up at age, they're setting their ways, and we, like, we make a lot of excuses for family, especially older family, because we don't want to feel like we're disrespecting. Yeah, but, that's a big one disrespect me saying how I feel and making you acknowledge the way that you treat me is not me disrespecting you. I'm giving you the same thing that you would, you know, that you would give me, you know, it's, it's putting it in a way that they understand that I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I need you to understand that this makes me uncomfortable. And if you continue to do the thing that makes me uncomfortable, you're going to see less and less of me. Even if that means that I have to cut off communication with you, you're gonna know why I did it first. Whether you I listen- I like this. I like this. <laughs> you know, I'm not responsible for how you receive it. I'm only responsible for what I say to you. Uh, I disagree with that one part, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I do, I do agree with you that um, you should express yourself in this situation and let it be known how it's affecting you. But I do believe that it's important to be mindful about how you do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My, pers my personal belief is that certain people 
get honored just based on the position that they hold. You know right. what I'm saying? Being that she's older in, in your family and she's a matriarch, you know what I'm saying? You approach her in a certain manner, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can yeah. express yourself, but definitely be respectful about how you do it just because of the position that she holds. Yeah. It, it is it is gentle but i would also say it bleeds over into other relationships too i'm not afraid of confrontation unless it's with you know like and i think sometimes those people in your family they they are waiting for you to have a voice because a lot like i i've dealt with a family member like that before she but she, she did it because she knew that nobody was going to pay she was waiting for the day that that one person that she was always being crude to finally stood up and had a voice and then it changed the entire dynamic of that relationship so you know sometimes we assume things or we create situations in our head that you know could possibly go a different way if we just tried to do the thing that we were afraid of. yeah i mean at the end of the day it all goes back to what we discussed boundaries what's your belief system we can now say family, we can now say friends, we can now say spouse. It's all about your boundaries and what you're willing to accept. Like in, the, in this, that same situation, you know, Jerry might have heard, you know, Christine, you know, if you feel she's mistreating you X, Y, and Z, what I heard is she mistreated you twice, three times, it's on you after that. That's what I'm hearing. Because if you're just distancing yourself and she's being exactly who she's always been. Yeah, it's been 20 years. Yeah. If she's being exactly who she's always been, you're the problem. Yeah. I'm, if I'm your friend, I'm looking like she's not the problem. You're the problem because she's not going to change unless you say she's something. She's not going to change. But you, well, she's, she's not, not going to change, change anyway. Say something though. If you say something and she doesn't change, then now you now it's your next course of action. But everything's about starting a discussion. Everything, everything's about giving somebody the right to voice their opinion, voice their view, see where is where they're coming from, and at the same time come to common ground. If you can't come to common ground, I don't care what relationship you're in. It's done. Like the relationship is over if you can't come to common ground. A lot of us stay in relationships walking parallel. There's no common ground. You know what I mean? So we're like yelling from across the room because we really, we're really now on the same page and we're holding on because there's a title involved. You know what I mean? So I think really when you have a clear understanding of who you are, like that's why I asked the question about respect because where drastic may say there's a respect the way you handle things and the way you discuss things i agree like don't don't distract the discussion by being loud and obnoxious and that right. you know and 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 my thing is always like allowing emotion to go to speak for you versus logic right but at the same time i have a base i, I have more base than jerry drastic has more base might have more base than me so we don't never know we have to know who the individual is so it's not about the way a person says it. It's about who the person is and seeing if they're going outside or who they are. So, like, if you know I'm a very soft-spoken person and now I'm raising my voice, you know there's something different. But mm -hmm. if I'm a loud person from the beginning, there's a different understanding. I'm accepting. I understand who you are. And in bringing people in your life, you have to understand who a person is. So you got to always ask yourself, do you want to deal with tone, all this other stuff, or do you want to deal with principles and honesty and things of that nature? That's always a choice. And we will always say the healthiest way is to lock out all the noise and hear what's being said. That's all that matters. Yeah. What are they saying? Are they with, is what they're saying accurate? Jerry could be yelling mm -hmm. at me from across the room. All I'm hearing is he's 100% right. Like, that's what I'm hearing. 
Oh, that makes sense. You're 100% right. I can get into why are you raising your voice? Why are you raising your voice? Why are you going loud? I don't believe that that's effective. That's not effective. I can say, you don't have to yell at me. I'm not a child. I can go that route. But I know that's not her intent because there's no way I'm having a person around me that believes I'm a child. She's raising her voice because she's passionate. Well, maybe my voice is a little bassy and a louder than hers and she needs to override it. When you're in a relationship with a person, realistically, you're going to have conflict where both of y'all are speaking at the same time and you have to be able to listen at the same time and know who the person is. So it gets a little dicey when we start talking about time and place and tone of voice. And yes, that, that, that does play a part, but it's not as... It's not as big as actually understanding where the person is going and can we come to a common understanding. But bottom also, line, it don't matter how soft they're speaking, how loud they're speaking. If we do, we don't both have the ability to come to a common ground. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, so this person, they're not just like that with me. It's not like just me, right? It's like their personality. It's like their generation. It's like just really spidey and mean and like um i'll say it in a nice way but i'm constantly kind of verbally beating you up and she'll do it to anyone so it's not like it's just me but i notice that i'm reacting i'm having a different reaction maybe maybe i don't have the tough skin maybe i don't have uh you know what i used to have um i'm getting less and less of that and i actually think it's a good thing because like you're saying i don't i don't want to be the toughest person in the world i want to surround myself with wonderful people that love me and have good intentions and i want to do the same and i don't want to have to wear all of this armor just to get through a conversation and at the same time i don't know if it's worth leaving the relationship because i don't know if i would regret that later you know, like, like lyric, like, like it's dynamic, but I think it's a wonderful way to kind of explore this topic because I think that it can be multi-layered. I have a question for you, Christine. Um, do you, is there some truth to what she's saying to you? Like, you in her know, perspective, in, in her perspective, I think absolutely. No, truth means that it's the truth. Not, the truth yeah, like, so yeah, does okay, she... Honest is one thing, that's her perspective. Of being mm -hmm. honest about what she believes about you. Mm -hmm. I think she's so being honest. It's something that 20 other people will see too. I don't think so. No. So that would be, but it, it, it's hard to solve any issue. You ever come to a friend, like right now, we're sitting on the couch. Let's say you're, you're my friend and you're sitting on the couch and you're like, well, I don't want to leave her, but she abuses me. It's like, you're giving me, like, there's no way we could solve that problem. They're not willing to do anything that it takes to solve it. So mm -hmm. you're going to stay in that, that cycle. There's no way you're, you're going to leave the cycle. Because if the person is actually, you're actually living the same life as the person, and they're not treating you a certain way, they're abusing you from your standpoint. That's not what you want your kids to stand for. That's not mm -hmm. what you want your, your other friends, how you want your other friends to treat you. So if you allow one person in your life treating you that way, just because you're fearful, of regretting the decision, <laughs> you now open the door for a whole bunch of other people to do the same. Mm -hmm. You gotta understand that you're setting your bar and you're bringing your bar down. Mm -hmm. so you have to always understand that. You know, because I, I prefer honesty. So I might not have the same understanding you have. Like when people speak to me, all I'm hearing is, is it true or is it not true? I don't care about nothing else. So like one time I dated a woman and she told me that I, 
I'm not financially stable enough for her. Like I can't cover her bills. I can't, I didn't think, oh, she's just a horrible person. I, I respected her more because she was honest. Mm -hmm. But now I got to make a decision. Do I have to upgrade at work? Do I have to, like, I have to make that decision if I really want to spend time with her. She set her boss. She let me know where she stands. Outside, everybody that I told that to, they was like, yo, that's messed up. What is she a gold digger? I'm looking like, no, she's being honest about what she wants. And that's where we go wrong. We always think we're the better people because somebody says something to us that we didn't like. No, they're being honest. And our ability to accept their honesty and then figure out where we're going to go from there, make decisions based on their honesty, that's what makes us, that's what makes the interaction what it is. Somebody doesn't like the way you look, they're not going to say you're good looking. You have to, now you got to decide, can I date somebody or could I be friends with somebody that doesn't find me attractive? But now we're always asking people not to be honest. So what you think people are going to do? Not be honest. Which causes a lot of problems in our relationships because we always find ways to say things and how to say things instead of just discussing things with equals. Mm. And when there's no truth to what's being said, then it doesn't really matter. I know it doesn't matter to me. Like, I think I'm a better parent than my, than, than my parents, right? So if my parents yeah. tell me that I'm raising Camille a certain way or my, <laughs> raising my daughter a certain way and I'm doing certain things, I can care less what they're saying. Like, I yeah. really don't care. Like, it's just like, it sounds like I'm going to have the, I'm not going to just tune them out. I'll have the discussion with them. I ask them, why do you think that I'm not a good parent or you could do it better, whatever the case may be. But I'm not walking away defeated because my parents have an opinion about my parenting because I think I'm a better parent. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you, when you think that you are, when there's no truth to what they're saying, it doesn't really matter or shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. But if you know, like, there's something about what's being said, or even just the fact that maybe you want them to look at you in a certain way. You're looking for validation. You want them to give you that pat on the back, but they should give you a pat on the back from things that actually make sense. Not them thinking that you should be living a certain <laughs> life that doesn't really make sense for who you are. So I had to mm -hmm. learn that too, because I cared about everything. Even though, like even when I, I, I thought I was the better parent, I still cared about what my parents, the opinions they had of me. Until I'm like, why am I, that's wasted energy. That's wasted, that's a waste of time for me to care about people that, or care of the opinion of people that really doesn't matter. When I think mm -hmm. I'm better at it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it yeah, doesn't Yeah, I agree. Like, like a long time ago, I really did learn, um, and, and this goes against everything we're saying, but again, this is an open platform. I think we should talk about the ways we've done things. So, um, I usually just kind of agree with everything she says because, uh, it's easier it's than easy. not. Yeah. And um, this particular call was spiteful. And honestly, it was not provoked. And no, I don't believe what she said. And I wish that it didn't bother me, but um, we know how our loved ones really know our buttons. <laughs> like, and it wasn't one of those things where I'm going to say one thing that's going to trash you. It was, I'm going to say one and then another and then another. Then I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm getting off this call now. I'm done. And um, it's like, no, no, you're not done. And then it's, well, the weather should be nice and kind of got me back in and then got me two more times. And then we ended the phone call. And I'm like, um, you know, I, this is a serious, this is a serious relation problem, relationship. I don't think that she has the relationship problem that I have. I think that she, you know, I keep being the good 
granddaughter and, and calling and making the visits, even though I have to have an hour too long preparation for my kids, for anybody I bring to see my family of like, don't be surprised when I'm treated these, you know, I just get through it. I do my best. I mostly hold my breath. I can check it off the list, like Lyric said, and then I can go out. But I'm really trying to work around having a healthier experience for that, like exactly what you guys are saying. Yeah, and like what even if you. If they do have the truth, I agree with what Jerry's saying too. I wasn't raised with functional people. I wasn't raised right. <laughs> I just wasn't. So what they have to say is, is great, but I'm choosing to live my life kind of rogue. I don't follow a map because I don't have a map. I, I wasn't, I didn't have a good one to follow. So sure I make mistakes and I do things weird, but I don't want to follow the path that the people before me followed because I don't like where they've ended up. Right. And like, that's why I'm in this group. And these why I'm really working on breaking these habits and patterns and all these things. Cause I'm looking and I'm like, they're all alone. Like generations. Mm-hmm. What do you alone, think would alone, be the alone, response? Alone. What do you mean? Oh, is that me? Yeah, that's you. Yeah. You came in strong. So, I don't yeah, like what, the tone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think would be the response if you was, uh, you know, if you was to be articulate and you said, what you're saying right now is hurting my feelings. I feel attacked and I don't feel loved. Cool. Okay, Jack Pick. Mm-hmm. Or is um, that I'd a bigger thing? More. Is, is it love? <laughs> like, you're like my loved ones. Like, this is the thing we always look at people just because they're family, they're your loved ones. Like you, you're telling you, you're basically saying like, this is what love is. Mm-hmm. Love is being talked down to and love because we didn't hear a good thing about the person. So it's just like, there used to be when I was a child, they took care of me and it was wonderful. And then as soon as I was an adult, it's like, I was just nothing but a disappointment for 20 years straight. I could not make a decision. It was like, don't go to grad school. And then when I finished grad school and I got into my postdoc uh, education, it was you're selfish, you're the antichrist, you don't care about your children. I mean, seriously. So it's like, it's like not supported. And then they'll be like, oh my, you know, she got her degree and she has she has this really nice career. And I'm like, you didn't support me for one day. You, you, you beat me down every time we had the conversation. And then when I made an achievement, you like that part, but like, so behind the scenes, it's kind of like, get you, get you, get you. And then in front of people, it's like, oh, she's great. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. And it's mind boggling. Yes. And that probably explains a lot of my relationships. <laughs> they're mind boggling too. I just want you to know that we go both ways. The person that's saying it and the person that's not saying it, nothing. They're yeah. confusing each other. Because the relationship can't even exist. They're just coexisting. They're not even yes. building. It's coexisting. So the fact that you didn't say nothing all these years, you allowed her to be who she is. And the fact that the whole family ain't saying nothing, they allowed her to be who she is. Like, if she's really that cruel, then maybe being alone is, is what she has to deal with. But if nobody's willing to leave her alone, she's not going to change, right? <laughs> So the bottom line is, if I'm keeping my mouth shut, I'm as bad as the person opening their mouth. I'm even worse than the person opening their mouth. Because the person opening their mouth at least is giving you a chance to defend yourself. And then when you just decide to like, be quiet or take a, take a back seat or things of that nature, who, who's really the abuser? Because you, you think you're taking a high road. That's not the high road. The high road is actually saying something and letting her know I'm a human being. I'm a person. 
I have opinions, I have ideas, and this is what it's going to be. And I think the other thing is navigating your relationship with her the way that you would navigate her relationship with your kids. Like, would you stand for her to talk to your children that way? Would you get your children to accept that? And then if it did happen, wouldn't you stand up for them? Because if you don't, then you make your kids feel like they're wrong if they're not wrong. She never talked to my kids that way. No, I understand. I'm just saying, you know, think about it like that. Like, you won't, if you'll stand up for your kid, if you'll stand up to her for your kids, you got to stand up to her for yourself, too. And just find a respectful way to do that. Even if that means that you guys are not going to have a relationship after that, at least you did something about it. And also, um, just from what you was talking about, Christine, uh, you said, like, it seemed like you're getting a lot of unwarranted advice from her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's talking about things that you don't even want to discuss in the first place. So can't you, like, when you said, when uh, Lyric said navigate, you know what I'm saying? That, that made me, like, can't you navigate away from those topics? You know what I'm saying? Like, like don't even bring those topics up in conversation. Keep the conversation more, sur- more, more surface. You know what I'm saying? Don't dig deep on, you know what I'm saying, those conversations that you want to avoid because you're, like, you said that you're, you know what I'm saying, you, you're, you're choosing a different path from how the rest of the family mm-hmm. chose. So obviously their opinions are not going to be aligned with yours. They're, they're, no. they're not going to have the same vision for your life that you have. So, right. you know, at the end of the day, you're not looking for that advice in the first place. So, no. you know, certain subjects you can no. just avoid and just talk about nice stuff, you know? I would try. It's kind of funny. Like um, one of the things that we talked about was the kids um my office is in my living room because my internet connection i can't put it anywhere else and it was i'm a bad parent because it's in the living room and the kids need free roam of the house and why can't i do anything else and i can and it just went on and on and on and logistically she's never been to my house you know she lives far away and i'm like it's just a no um there's no cruel treatment here my kids are fine like, yeah, just change the subject. Don't even rebuttal it. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't I talk about the position of my desk in the house. I don't know what a safe topic is. Yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree too. I was gonna say that you can. Okay. Surface is not. There's no point in it. Do you want a relationship with us, or don't you? But if you do, let me not say I disagree with Jurassic saying. If you don't want to, if you do want a relationship with us, you got to do what Jurassic is saying. I would agree 100. But if you're gonna keep on feeling beat down and destroy body by, by what she brings to the table, then you might have to not have discussions with her. Like you think for that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna have to make decisions, but make a decision based on and know it's yours. It's like working in the fashion industry and thinking that you're gonna be spoken to in a nice way. Like everybody knows the fashion industry is notorious for just saying whatever they need to say to get to where they need to go. So now you're upset that they spoke to you. You went to you went into an industry that actually is known for that, and that's the that's the culture of the industry. It's like going in a place that where they're allowed to smoke and telling people you don't want them to smoke. Because everywhere it seems that you went is her house, it's her domain, it's around where she's at. She's gonna be exactly who she is. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta make those decisions. It's not on her. It's on you to make those decisions. That's what I'm saying, because we're constantly now saying, oh, she's the overbearing one. Like, I have a lot of people in my family that have a lot of opinions. <laughs> right? I do. Do you go back and forth with all of them, or do you I just think, oh, hey, I'm you're entitled to your opinion. I don't agree. No, it is what it is. Point. If I'm going to engage anybody, I really want to understand. I told you, I, we had these discussions already. 
I'm going to have a four-hour discussion with you if I have to. I care about people. Like, so if I really care about you, I really want you in my life, I'm going to have the discussion with you. And we got to go back and forth to come to common ground. I'm going to do it because they're worth it. But if I don't care about what they're saying, if at any point I get to that level, I don't talk to them. Family or no family. I'm not wasting my time on earth talking to somebody I really don't care. They don't bring anything to my life, but the fact that I feel guilty if they pass away. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's not enough for me. I got to really care about you. So when I really truly care about people, I'm going to make the time to actually have the discussion to resolve issues. I don't care who you are. Like if we, I care about you, I'm going to argue with you for five hours if I have to. It's just, it is what it is because so, that shows I care. I'm going to bring you to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying if you was in Christine's position and somebody got an opinion over your life, on how you're doing your life, you're going to argue with them for four hours on how their view is different than yours? If I have to argue with them for four hours. In Christine's situation, I wouldn't be in her situation because I'm going to have the, I would have had the discussion the first time it happened. 20 years ago. Like, we all yeah, know. I was, I was a kid. I was 18, 19. 18, 19, I was having those discussions. I wasn't. With my grandmother. Everybody used to look at me like, yo, me and my grandmother get along. She respected me at a young age. Why? Because I was willing to have those discussions. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the victim. I'm like, wait, wait, right now I'm, I'm, I'm going, coming into adulthood. I know certain things. So I'm going to navigate my life the way I see fit. Yeah. Take it or leave it. I've always done everything I've wanted to do my way. Mm-hmm. So I don't ask permission and it's not about getting validation, but I've definitely been in... You know, it's everyone's family dynamics are a little different, but yeah, different, but the, but different, but the same though. You know what I mean? Because we we've, we've all been there, and and like you said, like yeah, you were 18 years old. You know where it all began, but my my family was dysfunctional as well, and I was young too. But I knew what I wanted, what I didn't want, and what I was willing to fight for, what I didn't want to fight for. The thing is, is like when you're around family, you kind of go, it's so easy to go back into your 15-year-old self or your 12-year-old self. Like, it's easy when you're at a family gathering and people are calling you by your childhood nickname and, you know, you're that person. And I remember I had to, like, take a step back and, like, I'm grown now. And not that they can't call me by my childhood nickname. That's fine. But I'm a different person. And they should know who I am so they could treat me accordingly. And I had to, like, instead of just going through the motion of things and just being who they thought they knew, I had to make a conscious decision to be who I knew I was. And then based on that, then I was able to forge different relationships. And some I was able to still, you know, have relationships with and some I, I, I wasn't, you know, because who I was and who they were were two different people. But you, it's, dysfunction is dysfunction is dysfunction. And it's, it's the same in every family. Yeah. It's what we're willing to, put up with is what we're willing to fight for and what we're willing to walk away from and okay walking away. So I, I you know, when Jurassic said, you know, you could, I guess, yes to the death, I don't agree with that um, because you're never going to build the relationship that you want doing that either. So she, so, you know, she gets what she wants or she gets to be a part of your life, but you really don't get what you want anyway. So who's winning? You know, when you're sitting up at her funeral and they're like, hey, does anybody have anything, anything nice to say about grandma? You're going to be sitting there because you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so yeah. I, I think that, that like, it's really just being honest about who she is in your life. And you, you don't want to be like the rest of your family. Maybe it's up to you to change the cycle. 
right? It's up to you to-, to Oh, I've broken many, many, many cycles, but this is one still hanging there. <laughs> oh, you have added to the list because it's- yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying why yes to the death though. I'm gonna get total victim just for Aziz. Why me? Why me? <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. What you saying? Yeah, I wasn't saying uh, yes or to death. I was just saying some some uh, some arguments don't deserve to be engaged in. You know what I'm saying? Like you're inside. You have your your opinion. I have my opinion. I don't need to convince you to agree with me and I don't have to agree with you. You know what I'm saying? So what's the point of us beating this dead horse? You feel how you feel. I feel how I feel. You know, it is what it is. So I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that I agree with you, but that doesn't mean that I have to engage in the argument either. So, if so I want to share something with the men in the room because uh, if, she, if you were in front of her, this is hilarious. She will make a man film this big in four seconds. She's very, very sharp like that. I don't think anybody would be talking to her that way. As much as you think you would, it doesn't go down like that. Yeah, that's that only works if you respond. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not responding to negativity like that. You know what I'm saying? So like I've like I've been in them situations where yeah, I, just, I I I don't engage in certain negativity. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not gonna disrespect her. I'm not gonna you know I'm 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 gonna be very respectful, especially you know anybody that's my elder. Like I, I believe in that. Certain people get honor. They can do no wrong regardless of what they do, just because of the position they hold. You know what I mean? And be and and, and I think that's part of the motivation for why I'm not gonna engage in certain arguments. Well, what I, what I was saying is if you're trying to forge a relationship because any relationship that you're in any relationship you're in you're trying to find common ground so it is about agreement it's finding it's coming to an agreement so if she's still trying to forge a relationship with her it can't be on opposite ends of too many things preferences yeah but not principles not how you speak to me that's a principle that's a matter of respect yeah and so your point is if you yesing her to death I don't know about you, but I know my grandparent is going to be ready to raise hands because that's disrespect to her. Mm -hmm. If not having a discussion is disrespect to her. Me just not saying anything at all is not is disrespect to her. Like they're not dumb. They can read that you're just yesing them and agreeing and going <laughs> with the flow. So they obviously that that that's this and I actually believe the same thing. I'd rather you just go at me than just yes me or don't say anything and do what you're going to do anyway. That's total disrespect. You didn't even give me choice. So there's a okay. big difference. And I think across the board, if you ask a bunch of people and put it that way, I know that they see it clearly. Mm -hmm. That you didn't give them choice. The worst thing you can do in any relationship is not give a person choice. You I agree with that. Have the I right agree. not to say stuff or to not argue or not to pick your, to pick your battle. Yeah. To always talk to a person and say, listen, we're not going to agree. Now what we're going to do going forward. But you're still in dialogue with them. You're not disregarding them. That's what our whole understanding is like, just always join the discussion. It's not about eliminating people, but it's about coming to agreement that we need to walk away. This is not a good dynamic. So if I started off with like, Jerry, listen, right now, I can't even see a future with you. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, yeah, because every time we speak, you're going off the rails. We agree to something, you decide to go off the rails. I can't see us being in a relationship together. Having a friendship, having a relationship, nothing. 
she now will come with her case. That's what we do. That's the whole situation. But you are put in situations where you're having that dialogue. Mm-hmm. Being on different sides and being in a relationship, it sounds good when we're tolerating other people. It sounds real good, but that's not a healthy relationship. Let's just keep it real. It's preached all around the world, but it's not a healthy relationship. I agree. Agreeing is what it makes a relationship healthy. So if you can't come to agreement on things that are the foundation of your relationships, it's over. You're just coexisting for 20 years. And we watch it all the time. We've been in a cycle of our parents being miserable, staying for the kids. We've been in a cycle of it. Who's going to stop it? Who's going to stop that cycle? Staying for the kids, you can co-parent happier with another with two other people. I agree with that. That's going to add four people to that relationship. Yep. That's what I do. You're going to be happier. So let's yeah. stop with the we're doing a bigger a big like we had an agreement, we had a commitment. The commitment was made to honor what we committed to. Not to stay miserable in a relationship. So mm-hmm. once we just agree and disagree, that leaves people on opposite sides of the room. That's just a, a lazy person's way of saying, I'm done talking. And then they wake up tomorrow like nothing happened. But it's still there. And it yeah. was unresolved. The biggest, I looked this up, based for, for this discussion, the biggest reason people disconnect is unresolved issues. Number one reason. Number two, lack of FaceTime making time for each other to talk to each other in person. Now, obviously in this climate, it's a little harder, but not taking the time to discuss things. I always say you go to Thanksgiving and there's always one part of the Thanksgiving where it gets crazy, right? Somebody <laughs> has unresolved issues, they start drinking, they start crying, it gets crazy, right? So my, what would be the solution to that? That's all I sit back and think. What would be the solution to that? Because I'm all about building healthier relationships. How about we all meet up on Zoom the day before Thanksgiving? <laughs> talk, about those talk about something that may go down. Yeah, talk about those unresolved issues. So when it's time to eat, everybody that comes to the table, they're ready to eat and have a productive relationship or productive discussion. Because I've been in those where I'm like, yo, when I was younger, you put me in a wrestling hold and I was like, wait, what's going on? We in our 40s now. Like, but you in that, and then they, they, that's what they remember about you. They don't care about anything you did. They only remember what you did when you was, when it, it, was a, it was a trauma of theirs. They don't remember all the things you did after. So why don't we all get on here and actually have dialogue where we're like fixing our families? But we're not going to do that. Nobody want to ruffle feathers. So at the end of the day, we should never, especially not on like a platform that's about building healthy relationships where we're just like, yo, just don't agree. Just disregard, like just keep it surface. It's not one of those things we really think about. And I know where you're coming from, Jurassic, because I mean, we got to coexist. Based now, you're looking at Christine, you're in Christine's eyes. So you're like, you're going to go anyway. So just coexist, right? (laughs) No help we can give her. Cause she's just like, I don't want to leave, but I keep getting abused, but I don't want to leave, but I keep getting abused. We like, we can't help. Yeah. But I'm saying like, like the example that she gave, but what you said, just disregard her. 
Yeah, like she's talking about where I should put the furniture in my house. All right, I'll consider that. Thank you. Thank you for your opinion. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you about where I should put the furniture in my house. No, but you don't I'm even come bigger than that, right? Because huh? you might, her grandmother might call me, a person that's been arguing her down from 18 to now, and be like, I'm not going to even start this with this girl. <laughs> right? You might pick up battles. I'm telling you, I'd rather be that person than Christine. I'd rather be the person that everybody's like, let me pick my battles with him. Okay. Like, I'm yeah, not I mean, I, I believe in being assertive. Like, yeah, you know what? With all due respect, I'm not going to move my furniture, but thank you for your opinion. You know what I'm saying? And then you, if you want to continue talking, talk to your blue in the face. I'm not going back and forth with you. <laughs> I've already said my piece. Yeah, but you pacified them now. So that is disrespect. <laughs> right? Like, let's be honest. Who, like, who in, on the panel loves to be pacified? No. Nobody. No. And in 99%, not in 99, in 80% of my life, I'd say I act accordingly. I choice and all this honest conversation, call people to that. I don't have issues with those. This is, I mean, I've, I have, I have chewed this issue to death. I have had full retreats over it. I've had, uh, you know, virtual or, or imaginary funerals. I've, because Jerry's right though. It, I had a really wonderful childhood with her. And we were really close. We really were for many, many, many years. And then it kind of seems like since I've been an adult, um, whatever, it, it's gone the way it's gone. And I've, it, I, Aziz is completely right. I've played my part. There's plenty of times I have stood up. Um, there's times I've walked away. There's times I've not talked. And now maybe a little bit of, uh, he said the word earlier, defeat. I've done, I really have done that. We've had the full on fights. That Thanksgiving when I didn't talk to them a year, for a year, I was not quiet. Let's not put it like, I didn't sit there and like, get after me. It was in front of my fiance at the time. It was when it was in front of my kids. I was absolutely like, you're not gonna do this. You're gonna stop. And, and then we left. Like, get your stuff, we're leaving to my family, right? So it's not like I've sat there and been passive the whole time either. But it is, it is that I'm changing and the things that I can tolerate are getting less and less and less. And that's kind of, so I was bringing that as a scenario, but I'm also showing and trying to exhibit like, I'm not where I'm going to be yet, but I'm on my way. And that's where I think the group can be, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think that you just start this journey of love as a group journey and you really integrate the stuff and then you're just there. Like, I think that things are gonna come up and it's constantly like chewing this stuff out and being like, all right, how would I navigate this situation? Because in my dream, I'd have a really close family. You know, there's nothing in me that doesn't want that. I just also feel like I have to accept that I don't think I get that. I just don't think that that's what's going to happen. Well, the thing about love is a good journey is it starts with knowing what you are willing to deal with, what you're not willing to deal with, and actually go across the board. So it's yeah. having your principles in line and saying, like, you know, love is a good, I do believe in this. And all my relationships should mirror that. Mm -hmm. Even grandma, cousin, aunt, uncle, mother, father, whatever, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, children, like that's where it starts. And, you know, like the family dynamic gets really tricky. It does. But if you are trying to have healthy relationships in every other relationship and every other part of your life, it also has to go back to family as well. And, and that's the only way that you're going to feel whole and feel good about yourself and feel like you deserve the respect from the other people around you. Because it all gets negated when you're having someone talk to you like crap 
and then like you said like there's days that you're, you're you're done for two days because you spoke to grandma you know what i mean like that's crazy and to do it all over again every time you speak to her when you're well it's only 50 percent. remember i never know <laughs> the fact that you never know but you come here every single monday right because you believe in accountability you believe in that, and you want to build a circle you said last week that you know you're building you want to build your support system you want to have certain people around you're doing all this great work mm-hmm. and then that's the thing that you that you're struggling with you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you're not going to struggle throughout certain things but if you truly want to change everything in your life it starts with your foundation and it starts yeah. with making sure that you are are, are demanding the respect from the people around you. But I do, regardless of who they are, but I do think that the, the, the approach that you should have with your grandmother should be, we used to be really close. What happened? Mm. Just take it from there. Like we used to be really close. What happened? And, and then you guys are able to have an honest discussion about- Relationship building, Jerry, you a relationship oh. building. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is we, we done relationship built this whole time. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's like you don't know where she's great from. That's that, I would agree with you 100%. It starts I mean, with not being reactive and making make, you making that phone call and you being a, in a place where... Like, you, yeah, like, it, it gets, like, you can say 50, 50, I don't know who I'm going to get. And, and, and that's unsettling to me because we used to be so close. How did we get here? Why are we here? And what changed? What, 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 why did the view of, of me changing? Yeah, you can go, yeah, I went to school, I did this, and you can assume all you want, but I think that you guys should have that conversation and build from there. And who knows, maybe she believed that she's showing you love. Like, you know, when people are old school and they are in, un- were in unhealthy, toxic relationships and families, family, like they believe that tough love and talk to you like crap and doing things is, I, you know, because I love you. Is it though? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so she, you may have a different idea of what she believes love is, but she won't know that unless you ask her. Yeah. So I think that it starts with, like, we used to be close. What happened? But mm-hmm. the reason I didn't really engage in that is because she already lost belief that she would change. Everything I don't, I don't. With the belief system. So yeah. once she told, once she said out her mouth, like, I don't think she's going to change. It's like, there's nothing we can but do. But I don't really believe that she believes that. I think that you... Oh, you're I know you that. want to believe, but I'm... Oh, listening. I guess you're right. Yeah, I'm listening to what she's actually giving me. Actually <laughs> I gave you up some good advice. Yeah, but... no, 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 no. No, you did. No, great. actually, it's wonderful. It's I've taken a lot of notes. I've taken yeah, a lot of notes. But and, and I think the thing is that it's... I think you're right that it's a generational thing because this isn't... Like I said, it's not just me. It's not like what changed with me. It's... It's a volatile personality. And she does this to every single person in the family. We all take turns. I'll call my cousin and I'll be like, how was your trip to see, you know? And she'll go, well, you know, I, I got about six hours at earful and I went back to the hotel room and had to process for a few hours. And, you know, it's, so it's not personal, but it's personal if I keep showing up. And the part two is, to me, it sounds like she's the only one that's sane. Like, who walks <laughs> over to get all the abuse every time? Those people, to me, are insane. You are insane. Everybody that goes there is insane. If they feeling that way, that's insane. We're loyal, okay? We're very loyal. <laughs> the only one that seems like she's healthy because she's being exactly who she is. So everybody in the family can say that that's exactly who she is. 
If she, you ask her who the people are in her family, she won't even know everybody. <laughs> all y'all are a different person around her. So to me, she seems like the healthy one. Cause like me, I argue with everybody in my family, right? So I'll be the person, oh, he argue, he'll argue with everybody. But it's because I care about everybody. With the other people, they don't care. So they'll yes you like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. They don't care if you grow or, or, or fall apart. They don't care. They worrying about their problems. So yeah, they're gonna get that. You're gonna get that consistent, that consistent, uh, you know what I mean? Like she does it to everybody because she's consistent. Anybody consistent does everything to everybody. Like if you hug the person every time, then you're consistent. They're like, she's gonna give you a big hug. I'm hoping everybody that's listening to this, every I hope you're working towards consistency. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. She's giving y'all the right tools to make the choice of whether y'all want to be around her or not. She likes who she is, obviously. So she's not gonna make the adjustment. And as y'all keep on destroying her, she's looking like, what? Like, I'm thinking I'm being who I am. Y'all keep coming to me. <laughs> Why should I have to change? Mm -hmm. Because I might be able to go and hang out with her and we might be okay. Maybe I could sustain it. Maybe I could live with her. I don't have a problem yelling across the room and taking a boatload of her just saying whatever she wants. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where you're like it is it is based on chemistry and we need to understand that if a person's consistent they're typically the right person in the room i always look at that you got a hustle on the block though he's doing something wrong if he's consistent you know what he is yeah the person that's like flying all over the world and yeah they come off as the nice person because they they're friends with everybody but who are they they're different with everybody so that's the person I watch out for. The person that doesn't have a stable foundation. The person that's mm -hmm. not consistent. The person that doesn't make sense out of things. She's giving y'all the choice to choose. Yeah, I'm yeah. consistently yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which but is, in which doing is that, also consistently being unloyal to yourself. I know you were just saying a second ago that, oh, we're all loyal. You're loyal to what? Though? Yeah. You're loyal to the, the lack of disrespect. You're loyal to letting her treat you a way that doesn't make you feel good. So at, at what point does your loyalty to yourself trump your loyalty to the rest of the family or to what she's, or to her? Yeah, and that's really where I'm at right now. That's exactly where I came to this call saying that I, I had the phone call saying I'm not coming to Thanksgiving. And that's it right there, Lyric, is that I would, I would rather actually this year be wherever i'll be maybe i'll be alone watching tv by myself or something but um, i agreed like that's where i'm coming to which is i think that the conversation might be a nice idea i'll, I'll work into that i'll really think about that because I, it will have to be something that i've definitely put time into it's not something i can approach impulsively mm -hmm. and at the same time i it doesn't feel good to me to sign up to um to go and and that's sad to me that is sad because my big dream my fantasy is i would love to have this awesome loving supportive family and you can have yeah. that ain't it possible oh, to make your family it makes you related that doesn't make definitely you. definitely lyric definitely oh, and then even before you have that conversation with her you have to think about the other <laughs> side of too, like with Jerry earlier build your family approaching the conversation on hey we used to be so close when i was younger you also have to look at the other side of that. 
were you guys really even close when you were a kid or were you just a kid so she was you know treating you like yeah but maybe you guys were never close maybe there was always something there she just couldn't talk to you then the way she talks to you now mm. oh no she's she still did that. it wasn't a relationship to begin with yeah. <laughs> maybe it's deeper than you maybe there's an issue she has with your parents and it's deflecting onto you like there's so many other things that are probably well, maybe happening. she had issues with her 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 her, her mom or her grandma yes sir yeah i but think you're never gonna know that until you have the conversation so you sit with yourself you break it all down make a list if you have to pros oh. and the cons both sides of what's going on you approach the conversation however you know you see fit to approach that conversation and then be open to the fact that it may not go the way you want it to go you may not have that outcome you may not have a closer relationship with your grandmother after this you may have no relationship with her after this but then you have to be okay with the fact that you stood up for yourself you did what you had to do to make sure that you would be comfortable in the long run or it might go well and you might have a great relationship with her afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we could have had this years ago, but so. neither one of us wanted to have the conversation because we're both assuming things about each other. And that's so. why you have the discussion because you shouldn't be you shouldn't be having a discussion by yourself because we all think different things and then we're surprised. Yeah, you are. We're surprised. Like Drastic said, I agree with him 100%. Like, be an optimist, yo. If you pick up the phone, expect the best. At the worst, just smack you in the face. But expect <laughs> the best, like, always. Like it, it's a wasted life just to ex- do things and expect the worst from them. Like you get up on stage and you expect to fail. Why well, get up on stage? Like I'm always expecting to succeed. And I think that's where in our relationships we should always start dialogue, expecting to succeed. If I wake up today or tomorrow and I'm calling Jerry up and I'm already thinking negative, I'm not like, what's the point of us hanging out? What's the point? All the time. People that I'm already are- thinking, oh, she's going to be negative. She can't hear me. She can't listen. I don't want to be around somebody that can't listen to me or can't hear me. I hold her in high regards. I think she's an amazing human being. You know what I mean? We get in our back and forths. She sometimes compares herself to me in instances. I compare myself to her instances, and we got to get through it. You know, but at the end of the day, I always know that I'm. I have a strong support system. I always know I have a person behind me that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I don't lose focus of that. But at the same time, don't mean we don't go to war. It just means that's my focus. Knowing that I'm talking to somebody that's my equal. Knowing I'm talking to somebody that has my best interest in heart, at heart. But unlike you, I, I say, I don't waste my time on anybody who's not progressing my life and living, walking in the same direction. It's, 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 it's just wasted time because we was told that this is what it's supposed to be. I don't agree with that. I believe you build your family and you build a village and that's what you that's what you live in and you keep adding pieces to it. And y'all should be on one accord. There should be a clear understanding of what's going on. And everything that goes on, like the disrespect, the lack of disrespect is based on what we all agree to. You go outside those boundaries, then there's a problem. You stay within the boundaries and the boundaries, understand you have so much room to do everything you need to do. We just setting boundaries where, okay, don't put us all at risk by bringing in a virus, you know? The friends you keep, the company you keep, make sure you keep that, make sure you vet them people before you bring them into your, your, your system, right? It's like little things like that. Enjoy yourself, but don't do something where you're gonna put us at risk where we're wondering where you're at. You get what I'm saying? You go out somewhere, make sure you check in here and there so we understand you alive. 
So it's little things that you have in place where other people's like, why you got to check in? They're not keeping tabs on you. They're making sure you're alive. You just went out on a date. Right. You're at the restaurant. I'm in the restaurant. Me and the person is still getting along. You, I'm, I'm stopping and like, I'm texting. Real quick, let me text. We are getting along. Things are going well. Putting the phone back down. Finishing my discussion. They're going to understand who the person is. They're going to know that the, what the person has on. It's all about protecting the people that's already in your life. So we all have to be clear on that. And everybody that's not in your life, like once she now, and I don't even know if she's wrong because we don't even have her side. Of it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she's making you feel this way and your kids have to not have you for two days, that should be an indication. Your friends can't really talk to you for two days. Your whole relationship is revolving around your grandmother when she said to you for two days. And it's just crazy to me. Like, I leave y'all with this. I, we always talk about if you are a person that's always needing somebody's, somebody's help or somebody's assistance, by the time you, like, let's say you get, God forbid, you get an illness like cancer, we all drained out. Like, the reality is we're kind of drained out. How are we going to support you then when we've been supporting you this whole time? <laughs> so you got to make sure you use your support in a reasonable way. And that means not allowing outside factors to destroy what's, what's around you. You got to always make sure that you're clear on who's your, your unit and where you pull your strength from. So when you go to grandma's house, you got a bunch of friends, you got a bunch of people. Like, it shouldn't bother you as much because you already have those people. You have your armor. So what she's saying is like, life is good. I mean, yeah, I, to tag to what I think, it, it gets so, it, you, we get so caught up in how things should be or what we believe, how, or what we believe things should be. But like you said, like, are they, you're, they're people you're related to, not people that are family because they will treat you accordingly, like Lyric said. And it's, it's really, it's really about just having like-minded people around. And if grandma doesn't make the cut, then Grandma doesn't make the cut, you know what I mean? Because she's not like-minded, right? So I, I do think that, you know, I know you got really emotional and I we always appreciate everything you bring to this platform. You're always so vulnerable, raw, and always willing to have any discussion, which is always amazing. Um, I know this is hard for you and I know that you're struggling through it. And I hope that we gave you some clarity tips and we all, you know, chimed in, obviously. Um, but it's not, it's, it's never going to be easy, but you have to start it. And that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. That's why we come here every Monday night, you know, having these discussions, having these topics, because we want people to, one, know you're not alone, because everyone on this panel was able to relate to you, right? So we've been there, done that, and, and struggled through it as well. And, you know, we give you insight, and we want to give you the, the courage to do what's right for you and stand up for yourself. And and so you can look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I got this, I deserve this, and I want this. And that's what we're here for. We're here to show people that we're a platform for leaders. We're for people that are one who want to be accountable, who want to stand up for themselves, who want to build relationships with other people, healthy relationships with people. You know what I mean? And that's why we do we do the work that we do. We we appreciate you know you guys that show up on Mondays and have this conversation with us and are so willing to share your stories with us and the people that are, are, are listening because I'm sure they're gonna they, I'm sure they're gonna learn from it and there's a thousand other people like you Christine 
that I'm sure this whole conversation helped. So we truly appreciate you guys. I know that, you know, a ton of you guys shared it. If you didn't share it, you know, um, take the time to share it. Um, but this is what it's about. It's about coming together, mm -hmm. having discussions. We gave Drastic something to think about early in the discussion. You know, he, he came in one way. He was like, you know what? You're right. Let me, let me, let me, let me think about this. And I have a different answer. That's what we hear. We want to be thought provoking and we want you to apply this to your everyday lives. Definitely. And let me, let me add something. Like, the whole point of the platform and the whole point of accountable love and us to, and us discussing this is so you can narrow your focus. Mm -hmm. We don't believe you can teach anything that's so, that's so wide range. It's hard to teach. So we're sifting through all the wide range ideas and thoughts and opinions and trying to find what's the common thread so we can teach you. The common theme, we can give you little pieces of information, little pieces, little tools. Like if everybody around you treats you great, everybody around them is forced to treat you great. Mm -hmm. You let anybody treat you a certain way, it opens up the gate for everybody to treat you a certain way. Mm -hmm. So you always got to keep in mind, if I wouldn't let that person do it, then obviously I shouldn't let this person do it. So it is narrowing your focus. It is saying, let's be clear here. There's a certain understanding, there's a certain way I expect people to treat me, and that's, there's no, it's a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. That's narrowing your focus. You run into people all the time that's pushovers. They have a broad, oh, well, I try to value everybody. And it's like, okay, it's not realistic. When you're having relationships, you, you, you actually show who you have a value. This is my friend. They have more value than an acquaintance, right? Mm -hmm. This is my romantic partner. They have a little bit more value than a friend, right? So you're like actually breaking everything down without even saying it, but you're saying it. So we're now saying, just say it, prioritize. Be clear in your delivery. And that's what it's all about. Everybody being really clear in their delivery so they can have like Lyric said way back, intentional relationships. You're mindful of everything you're doing. You're mindful of what you're telling people. You're mindful of what you're explaining to people. Everything is meaningful. And whether you're hurting people's feelings or not, you're clear in your delivery. So they know what to expect. You're giving them choice. Which things now will help later. It's always that way. So, you know, it's been lovely. It's been a good one. Drastic thanks all the time, man, for showing up. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Quick question for uh, Jerry, though. Um, what was your childhood nickname that you're uncomfortable with sharing publicly? <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yo, yo, yeah. You know, so he was out here being transparent, you know? Oh, yeah, then he's going to hit you with the G. Uh, Transparency is all about saying, I'm not sharing that. That's also being transparent. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable. I, 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 I'll DM you. No, no, no. We're here now. <laughs> all right. So, I, as you know, I have I'm, to be I'm just messing with you. No pressure. Oh. No pressure. I'm just teasing. Okay. All right. I was going to go there. But, um, but Lyric, thanks again. We always appreciate your feedback. I appreciate yeah, it. this is another goodie. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. One. Bye, guys. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>